0: Thank you for tuning in to Shift the Plan podcast, where it is never too late to change the game. I'm your host, Rhonda Evans, and here we'll be listening to stories of the everyday woman, how life just, you know, brings you a little bit of obstacles, but what matters is what you do within the shift. Thank you once again for joining the Shift the podcast. Look, I can't even talk tonight. <laughs> every Wednesday, you'll hear from a new shift maker to tell you how they triumphed through the shift. And tonight, we have Ms. Veronica Sutherland, who I had the pleasure of meeting a few, what, last weekend at a women's empowerment event. And it was a no-brainer. I was like, she has to come to the show. I mean, after we done sat there and talked about pleasuring yourself every night. <laughs> I had to have her on the Speak show. On I'm just saying. Do you know? I literally wrote that down in my notebook. Have did it you do it, awesome though? every did day.
1: You do it though? Did you See, do what
0: it? had happened was. See, <laughs> it didn't happen by Friday, but it did happen. It just wasn't by Friday. And that's what I do call. it Every day, though. I know.
1: Every day. Every I know. day. So when we get done tonight.
0: get Get it done. Okay. I have homework. No problem.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> So let
1: me, I already let had mine today. I already had mine today. So say I mean,
0: look, okay, you beat me to it. You beat me to the punch. Let me let me lock down this work, and then let me go put in some work. <laughs> 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 and that's just how we're gonna kick off the podcast tonight. So yeah, I'm just saying, talking
1: about orgasms, wonderful. Okay,
0: there we go. But seriously, <laughs> Miss uh, Veronica Sutherland is the owner operator of low hydration and before i can honestly say before the women's empowerment event i had seen it because like i told you i had told my friend about it like hey you need to connect with this (laughs) not knowing that it was you um and but i had no idea about all of the other benefits which we'll get into later on in the podcast but we want to just start letting those viewers know what viewers listeners see i'm speaking into existence the viewers
2: exactly
0: um let the listeners know exactly who you are so they can get to know you a little bit better so who is veronica southern v the mp
1: so girl right (laughs) so um so my name is veronica people call me v um, I am a nationally board certified family nurse practitioner. I live in Charlotte. Um, I have to tell people that I- I'm simple, like I'm a mom. So usually when you ask me, you know, what I do, I just say I'm a mom first mm-hmm. and foremost. So that's like my number one job. Um, I have one daughter. She's great. But she's not getting on my nerves and I'm going to kill her.
0: Aren't they all that way? Mm. So,
1: um, but, so I own um, Advanced Practice Care, which is a primary care slash urgent care here in Charlotte. Um, we are at 2516 Central Avenue. I also have Flow Hydration and Wellness, which is what we're going to pretty much talk about tonight when we yeah. talk about self-care. Um, and I own uh, Metrolina Pain and Dependency, which is on Monroe road um, where we do chronic disease, uh, not chronic disease, I'm sorry, chronic pain management. Oh. Um, and we also incorporate some hydration um, in that particular practice as well. So I stay pretty busy. Yeah. Most of the time, um, I also am America's number one IV hydration business startup teacher in the country. Yes. Yes, I'm ma'am. Too long, long with that. So too. Cool. Um, <laughs> So I know, right? So I stay pretty busy. Um, mm-hmm. I do enjoy, absolutely enjoy, patient care. Um, and so a lot of people don't know what nurse practitioners do. Mm-hmm. So either you, when you go to your doctor, you're going to see a doctor, which is a medical doctor, or you're going to see um, a physician's assistant that has to work under the medical doctor, or you may see a nurse practitioner um, instead. And so the difference between me and an MD is that I don't need him to own my own practice. Um, I have my own license. So so yeah, so you know, it's like you see your your MP, your M D or your PA. The only difference again is that I don't I don't need necessarily to work under a medical doctor here. So that's how I can own my own practice and people are like, Oh my God, like what do you do? And I'm like, I take care of people. I write prescriptions, I do procedures, same thing. So yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: Oh my goodness, I need to connect my friend to you like tonight.
2: <laughs> okay. Look,
0: we own <laughs> I right, she's also a nurse practitioner and she went through so many hoops in Atlanta. So yeah, mm-hmm. I need to connect yeah. the two of you. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So And we will be look we shameless plug, we'll be opening up a flow ATL in Atlanta. So yeah, we absolutely need to connect with her for sure. So yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. See, look at that. Look how it's already moving and shaking.
1: <laughs> divine connection. And I, I spoke on that last week, divine connection. So yeah, absolutely.
0: Well I'm 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 delighted to have you on because not only are you well versed in your industry, like you know what you're talking about, you know what I'm saying? But you're also a business manager, like you show people how to open businesses, you show people how to expand their money, how to use what they have to to you know, stretch your dollar, you know, exactly, exactly. and not necessarily have to fit into just one mode, you know, right. and just have one stream of income coming in. So talk a little bit about that.
1: Um, I don't know any millionaires that only do one thing, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: period. I don't. Um, And so people honestly say, you know, you have to have seven streams of income. That's absolutely the truth. If you can have more than that, more power to you. Um, But I don't know any millionaire, And I know a few, like a lot. None of them only have one thing. And if they only had the one thing, it failed a long time ago. And they learned to do more than one thing. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I tell people all the time, we all have talked about like our side hustle. Mm -hmm. So, you can have a side hustle. You absolutely can do that. Um, but I don't want you to have your side hustle as another J-O-B. Like you don't mm. need another job. Your, your other streams of income need to be residual, um, need to be something that you enjoy and something that's going to give you eventually some financial freedom. That And that's what everybody pretty much yeah. wants. Nobody wants to be tied to a nine to five. Nobody wants to be told what to do all the time. Even though you own your own business, somebody somewhere is going to tell you what to do. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later, Um, but yeah. And so I am passionate though about business development for people Uh because um, when I made my first million, you know, 12 years ago, it was tough. Nobody really wanted to help you. You had to get it on your own. Um, And unfortunately being a woman of color, it wasn't as easy Uh as it may be now for some people who can get a grant or, you know, you have your um, minority women's certification when we started back in the day, you, didn't, you know what that was. What you mean? <laughs> what you talking about? So but what I what I have found though is that um people don't know and they don't know what they don't know. And so right. I am one that I like to pay it forward. You know, I've I've had a I will say a pretty decent career. Mm-hmm. Um as a nurse practitioner and I've been afforded to be in the room and have some conversations where some of us would never be. And sometimes I've sat in there like, what am I doing in here? Mm-hmm. But again, divine connection. Um, and so I just, I don't know. It just happens. And people I've always ask me, well, what's your plan? I don't necessarily, I didn't have a plan necessarily kind of whenever God got the door, I just kind of went that way
0: um, mm-hmm.
1: because I don't really, I, not that I don't plan. I don't want to say that. It's not that I don't plan. <laughs> but it's just that whenever I need to make a move, mm-hmm. it always shows itself. Oh, wow. My life has just been always like that. So, But it hasn't always been easy. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't want people to think that it's just been a one, two, three, you know, kind of thing. It has not been. So, Which is what I talk about a lot. Uh, I think I mentioned it in the Women's Empowerment um, speech mm-hmm. presentation that I did last week. So I try to keep it real. I'm a person just like everybody else. I've lost, I made a lot of money. I lost a lot of money. And so now I just kind of try to help people, especially women moving forward and showing them things they need to do um, and to be very, you know, diligent about whatever their business is. So yeah, Mm -hmm. that's it.
0: So I'm glad that you kept it real transparent when you said, yeah, I've made a lot of money, but I've also lost a lot of money and it hasn't been easy. So you started on on this path, you know, when social media wasn't, as big and as huge as it is now and you had to like get out there in them streets and work like
1: you have Girl, to build we had aol up. Do you? oh my god <laughs> yes i remember that my. listen when i get, get some, my personal uh, email address out it is aol.com i get these millennials look at me they're like what
2: what's aol, AOL
1: <laughs> like yeah, no, no, we, that America is America Online. They don't even know what AOL stands for. America Online. Dial up, meaning you couldn't be on your house phone and be on your computer at the same time. Right, I don't tell right. Them age. Uh, look, people, you don't look that old. Look, I'm them there. Them. I'm there.
0: I was in that era. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: don't remember that. You know, prior to all of you know, there was no Facebook. There was no Instagram, mm-hmm. Snapchat, Twitter. No, you got out there, grassroots marketing. You knocked on doors, you passed out flyers. You know, you talked to people and met people and told them what it was you did. You know, it was um, mouth, you know, word of mouth referrals. If you messed up, everybody knew it. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, and and that's how honestly I got started. My initial um, business to, I would say my initial breakthrough business was home care. That's how I got started. It was in, in, you know, the healthcare field, but -hmm. it still was home care. So you literally- talk to people like you talk to them and find out what they needed and once you figure out what the problem is and you can solve that problem that's how you make your money Mm
0: -hmm.
1: if you're Mm -hmm. not solving a problem for nobody you're not gonna make no money period you're not you
0: know it's funny that you say that because before I um came home today I was on social media and I saw a quote from Maya Angelou and it said I believe it said when you Get you give when you learn you teach. And that's what business is. Like you're not supposed to learn it and just keep it all to yourself. Just like you're not supposed to make a lot of money and become wealthy and not still pour it into other people in some capacity.
1: So my favorite line is that you can't bless yourself. Mm, yeah.
0: You said that you at the uh, Yeah, you, you, you can. can. You
1: you cannot bless yourself. I can buy myself a purse. Mm-hmm. I'm buying myself something. I can you can use the word bless, but ultimately that's not what you're doing. But I can bless you, I -hmm. can plant season you, because you know I'm a giver. I tell people that all the time. So there have been plenty of seasons in my life where it has been a drought. When I tell you desert dry, desert dry, (laughs) that I know (laughs) that I was living off of the harvest where I had planted seeds in other people's lives. Mm -hmm. I know that. Like there was no. I promise you, you know, you you living in a nine thousand square foot house. And you ain't got no lights on. Hi. Hello. (laughs) And people go, What do you what? I'm like, Yeah, what do you mean? You know, so you have to understand that just because you ride by the big house Mm -hmm. and you see the lights on doesn't mean that there's furniture in it, doesn't mean there's food in the refrigerator, doesn't mean those people are happy. So you know, people look at the outside of everything, of course, or they Mm -hmm. look at social media and they see all the glam, the glitz, the hottest, the whatever. Because that's what people wanna see. What you don't see is the tears behind, you know, the million dollar deal that went sour. Or the three hundred personally, the three hundred and ninety four thousand dollars that I owed. And I was like, What? Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, excuse me. So people don't see that part. And so I've only recently started kind of telling people that part of it because what you mm-hmm. get is Oh, you're so successful, or mm-hmm. you know, you drive a Maserati, you got mm-hmm. a Mercedes. And I'm like, I want to say, honey,
0: <laughs> you know what it took <laughs> to can be
1: gone. and it can be gone tomorrow. So I'm not Perfect. attached to the things, yep. you know. But I tell people, if you made a dollar, you can make a hundred. If you made a hundred, you can make a thousand. If you made a thousand, you can ten a hundred. And it's about the process, you know. The yeah. process doesn't change, but if uh-huh. you can do those things, then you can do it again. So. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a magazine, a very prominent magazine called Scrubs Magazine. They did an mm-hmm. article on me. The article, the title of the article is how this nurse lost $4 million and got it all back. And so in the article, Ooh. I talk about my experience and what happened to me personally. And you know, the guy who was interviewing me was like, you know, most people would have killed themselves. That wasn't an option for me. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. I wasn't, it ain't never that bad. Like, Mm-mm. it might be some of the people it's just never been that bad for me and so mm-hmm. you know my response to him was I just kept waking up he's like well how'd you do it I said I woke up the next morning and he just kind of looked at me and I went and the next morning and the next morning and the next morning <laughs> because if yeah. I did it one time I could do it again
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's just a matter of understanding who you are yeah. can you curse on here
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: I want to make sure I because it's coming <laughs> I feel it I feel it coming, so I was like, wait a minute, let me just check myself, I always try to do that, so just in case <laughs> something slip out, I don't want the people to be like, oh my God, so, but yeah, <laughs> and I do keep it real, I'm trying to I do keep it real, so, um and a lot of people don't, don't, and so they, when that yeah. part of me comes out, they're like, you know, like, take it back. I'm like, don't be taken back, it's what it is, so, but yeah. But that's, you know, as far as the business development part of it, the entrepreneur side of me, that comes from my personal struggle. That comes from me, you know, tired of seeing people that look like me running around in circles and spinning their wheels and not making money. And you, you know, you after this today, you do it for 30 days, that didn't work. I didn't make a million dollars. So let me do something else. And so Mm -hmm. it's all about, you know, understanding where people are Mm
0: -hmm. as far as the
1: knowledge that they have and then meeting them and saying, okay, this is what you need to do nobody laid a blueprint out for me mm-hmm. so when you're losing money and you're going through stuff like that and you you know you don't understand why you need a cpa you don't understand why you need a business attorney you know mm-hmm. because they, you're like i can't afford it you can't afford not to have it let somebody try to sue you the classes that i teach right now across the country I have two attorneys my attorneys that are on my team they they travel with me mm-hmm. the reason they travel with me is because i learned 15 years ago you have to have your team with you. So mm-hmm. I don't just, I'm not just out here, you know, wilding, telling people, whatever. I have a law department, right? Mm-hmm. Through, that charge $500 a hour day cheap that come mm-hmm. with me. And the reason they do that is because i I truly understand the value that they bring to my team. They mm-hmm. keep me out of jail. <laughs> and they keep me from, listen, they keep me from being taken advantage of by other people. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. not nice. Everybody's not, you know, in it to win it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And everybody doesn't have a certain level of integrity. I learned that a long time ago. My very first mm-hmm. partner stole $40,000 from me. 40000 like, decided she wanted a truck, so she went and bought a truck uh, with the money me. that we had. You heard what I said. Yes. Oh, so, my God. Been there, done that. So Ooh. Y'all like, oh, you don't have a partner? No, I don't have a partner. The reason why is because of that. I'm good. Like that. Yep, yeah. I'm good. So if I'm going to lose 40000 let me do it. <laughs> don't let, let me it be because my God, they took all money. it from me, right?
0: Oh, dear but God.
1: Me, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
0: Ooh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now that's that a hard one. pill to swallow that someone took that that much, like you had the nerve to just like, I wasn't gonna notice it. Like, how does that even happen? Well, again, but, people, yeah.
1: people change when money is involved, mm-hmm. people change their character, their true character comes out. So, you know, mm-hmm. I learned that early because I think there was a certain level of naivete that I had when you first get started. You're excited, you know, you got your own yeah. business, you got an LLC, <laughs> you know, you get <laughs> Hey. You know, we won't even do websites at that point. Like, this was back mm-hmm. in the day. So it's like, oh, you know, you got your LLC, you good, and you still aren't protected. Yeah. So even though it is a partnership, you have to protect your individual assets. I didn't know that. Yeah. I just thought, you want to do a business? I don't want to do a business. Okay, we're partners. No, no, ma'am. Mm-mm. No. Wow. So now now I know better, you know? When you know better, you do better. That's it. So with people who do Want
0: to go that route and start businesses with a partner and things like that? What, what would be one of the key tips that you would tell them before entering into that type of business, you know business? Find
1: concept? an attorney. Find <laughs> an attorney. Find an attorney that both of you all don't know. Okay. That was the key part <laughs> right there that
0: you both don't,
1: don't, don't know. And sit down and have an unbiased conversation with that mm-hmm. third party attorney because at that point he doesn't work for either one of you and he's going to give sure. you some unbiased information and mm-hmm. I would say figure out what it is you want out of your business, put it mm-hmm. on paper and if you both agree to it then you partner mm-hmm.
2: and if you don't, yeah.
1: you work it out before put it on paper you yeah, guys said put it on paper mm-hmm. the, the attorney put it on paper so five years down the road when y'all have made five billion dollars Mm -hmm. right it's on paper we can't we're good you take the emotion out of it because later the emotion is going to overtake the conversation so do those things up front set it up up front Mm -hmm. that way everybody understands what it is as far as the amount of work it's going to take you know if i'm doing all the work and i'm just having to split the profits 50 percent, i'm gonna get tired of that at some point so again Mm -hmm. do it up front so I would say find a good business attorney that neither one of y'all know, sit down, have a conversation, put the expectations on paper and let your attorney draft up an agreement. Start there.
0: I think that's key advice because I think a lot of times, especially if you know the person, like, oh, we're friends. It's okay. You know, nothing's bad. Nothing bad's gonna happen. And then like you said, money gets involved and things change. What?
1: Girl, girl
0: <laughs> So Ain't in no free
1: There is no friendship in business, there is no family in business. I'm telling Mm -hmm. you, businesses, well, I shouldn't say businesses, money period, has torn apart so many relationships. It doesn't Mm -hmm. even make any any sense. And that can be all avoided if you settle those things up front. Mm -hmm. Settle them up front. You know, why y'all both broke? Right. Well we're not
0: playing money Exactly.
1: Yeah. it's so different than a marriage same thing mm-hmm. two people who ain't got nothing come together and then 30 years later y'all have amassed all this fortune and now y'all want to um, act a monkey
0: mm-hmm.
1: again yep. so do it up front that's what so prenup your business with your partner up front
0: up front get a business up
1: absolutely yes. absolutely so yeah so start there
0: I love that. I love that. So before you get to the success, before you get to the notoriety, there are all these different shifts that shifts that come. So let's talk about those shifts. Did you say <laughs> shifts a- or shit? Did
2: you <laughs> shit. Let's talk about
0: that? <laughs> Look, yeah. at some point it's gonna be both. You know right. exactly. <laughs> At some point, like I have this tagline that says "Get over your shift," but really, it's like "Get over your shit." Like, get over it and keep it moving. So, let's talk about when it first started. So, you realize, okay, I want to make this a business. I want to go into here. Let's talk about that shift before before that.
1: You're taking me back. Okay, so <laughs> I thought we <it> was <laughs> you you're getting all in it. Okay, so let's talk about it so i um i was married at the time um and my husband um was the numbers guy he was the financial mm-hmm. person now mind you this is after the first partnership i had fell apart you know okay so okay this was me saying hey i still want to do this you know i still want to this is because it was i was passionate about it i'm like I, this is what i want to do i worked three jobs Mm Do one, two, three, three, three jobs. Three jobs. At the time, I did not understand the the power of leveraging someone else's money.
2: So you have Mm -hmm. to understand
1: where I'm coming from. Number one, I had gone to undergrad, right? Mm -hmm. And I um, had a master's degree. I had college loans. Um, Mm -hmm. We had experienced some financial difficulty, didn't have the best credit coming in. I Mm couldn't walk into a bank and say, hey, I need a loan for... Three hundred thousand dollars, and expect to have gotten it. Right, I didn't have family that were going to put their house up and give mm-hmm. me any money to get started. So I had to do it on my own, um, and so I worked three jobs. You know, my wow. husband at the time he worked um, to take care of the household bills, and I worked to get this business off the ground. And when I tell you, where three jobs, and you know, I, I had a daughter. Um, it was hard. It was hard being a wife. You know, a mom, an employee Mm -hmm. at the time, and trying to to be an entrepreneur, you know, to get it all done. So my Mm -hmm. 24 hours was 30 hours. I don't know how we did Mm -hmm. it, but we did it. And so that's how I started. But started over, you know, started um, a home care agency and just really, again, grassroots marketing, and just built, you know, built a team. And so I got to a point where I needed some additional help. Um, my husband was working in corporate America, mm-hmm. and I either was going to, either you going to help me, or we gonna, I'm going to have to hire somebody to come in and do exactly what you do in corporate America. So mm-hmm. he left corporate. Um, we started working together. That was probably the worst thing we could have ever done. <laughs> ever. Um, so, but the business grew... Um, It grew really, really fast, Um, you know, within a year and a half, we had made our first million within two years, we were at three, within four years, we were, you know, pushing $5 million. So he, he, he did that part. I was a clinician. He did the financial part of it. And so we grew, I had four offices across the state, two in South Carolina, over 200 employees, We were doing it 2008 hit and it became a hot mess Um, for a small business person in 2008 through 2010, when Obama came into office, he made so many changes. There Mm -hmm. was no way in the world, a small business, quote unquote, even though we had those big numbers could Mm -hmm. survive. If I had to, the, the one, the biggest thing was we had to have major medical insurance for all of your employees.
2: Mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you have
1: 200 employees can you imagine what our major medical insurance bill was on a monthly basis Yeah, so you're talking about this insurance was at $120,000 a month mm-hmm. rolling right well, that's not payroll I'm just talking about insurance right you to go see the doctor so mm-hmm. that kind of stuff so so those kind of changes came through reimbursements went down you know the market crashed. the financial it was just it was a mess y'all remember that it was a mess mm-hmm. and so the people who could then afford the services no longer could. Your doctors, your lawyers, your, you know, architects, your big kind of corporate people didn't need my services anymore like that because they couldn't afford them. Right. Which affected other things. So we had to end up closing some offices. You know, I had bought up a couple of, I was buying up everything. When I could, mm-hmm. if business was going down, I was, we would was scoop it and, you know, mm-hmm. add it to our assets. And so mm-hmm. we had to kind of stop doing that. So what happened was we eventually had to let these people go because I couldn't afford to continue to have a payroll of 200 people. So that emotionally put me in a downward spiral, which is why I talk about functional depression all the time. You Mm -hmm. know, and I tell people all the time on the outside, it looked like she goes to work every day. She's got hair done, nails done, makeup done. You look like you're Mm well put together. I literally would go home every day and get on my couch and cry.
2: Oh, every wow.
1: trip and day, and so I would tell people so functional depression is real you don't have to be people will say you depressed me you don't want to get out of bed there is a part of depression don't get me wrong but the functional part of it is when you are able to continue to function mm-hmm. on the outside but when you come in where nobody sees you you are truly depressed mm-hmm. don't want to be bu- that's when we're going through all that now mind you again At that time in my life, nine thousand square foot house, Mm -hmm. look, cars, out the yin yang, trips. It looked like one thing, but again, when financially you start to see where it's going, Mm -hmm. you you gotta do, you gotta change some stuff. And so, literally, from that to nothing, like nothing. Mm -hmm. I remember um, there was it was a cold winter here in Charlotte because we moved here from Florida. It was a cold winter here. And I remember, only we only had twenty five dollars in our uh, checking account. Mm. We had a nine thousand square. Do you know how big a nine thousand square house is? That is huge. <laughs> so, <laughs> in order to warm the room, we took the last twenty five dollars we had because we had a small child. Mm-hmm. Went to Walmart, bought a space heater, mm-hmm. closed off all the other doors in the house, and we lived in our bedroom because that's the only room we could afford to heat. Wow. But when you wrote on the outside, it looked like, well, no, so yeah, nice out. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, you know, you go through all these things, um, and we could no longer afford that lifestyle. Um, my husband went through a depression for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't talk as much. It became a strain of relationship. I then had to go start doing consulting. I was flying all over the country doing consulting because that's how i was the only one really bringing in the any money at that point in our house Mm -hmm. i still had we were still trying to float this business so you're talking about someone who has a small child you have a husband of at that we hadn't been married at that point 20 years but almost 20 years financially it was hard and Mm -hmm. it makes you hard as a woman to have to go through that thing you know and when you're and i've said this to, to um before about you know how you feel like you're alone and you're kind of doing it all by yourself and
2: mm-hmm.
1: you don't you don't really see that you're inverting but you are yeah. um which uh, eventually was the demise of my marriage like I tell mm-hmm. people all that all the time so and people don't get it they're like well you looked happy okay well looking happy <laughs> <laughs> and being and, it Whew. exactly so it was difficult you know you're talking about two college educated people Mm-hmm. You know, and to go through that, and you know, and and the emotional roller coaster of it, and not talking, and you know, feeling like you are all by yourself, or feeling, for me, like he didn't understand, you know, mm-hmm. what it was like because it was my dream. I felt a certain level of you know guilt because mm-hmm. again, it was I'm the reason you left corporate America.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: So it, it was just, it was all of those things, or all of those things. And so ultimately, I do think that was the demise of my marriage. It really, really was. And so I tell people all the time if you're going to work with your spouse, leave it at the office. Yeah. Because ultimately, that's all we talked about was business. It, oh, even at home.
2: yeah.
1: You know, we worked together all day, and then something would happen at the office, and you bring it home, you talk about it that night, and then you forget, you know, you forget that you are a couple that yeah. you you know there is a romantic side of it so and before we worked together we traveled all the time we would take one week a month one weekend we would take one one long weekend every month
0: mm-hmm. and every
1: 3 months we would go on vacation so oh wow that's how we kept connected but when you got all these things coming at you and you can't, you can't afford to eat you're not trying to go to paris yeah you know what i'm saying you gotta keep the so, lifestyle what hello <laughs> Come on. Hello. And so, you know, I got to a point where the only thing that I really was concerned about um, was my daughter's education. So I was like, everything else can go. But she was in a school at the time. She was in private school or is in Mm -hmm. private school. And I, that was my only goal. I want Mm -hmm. her to be able to stay in the school she's in and whatever we have to do to do that. That's what we're going to do. So Mm -hmm. the house had to go. The cars had to go. We moved to a much smaller house. We, Mm -hmm. You know, you downsize, you do those things. And then you have to deal with, you know, what people think, which I don't Mm -hmm. really care anyway. Mm -hmm. Never bothered me. Whatever, mm-hmm. game ain't paying bills over here, so it didn't matter.
2: <laughs> so it um, don't matter.
1: Yeah, it didn't matter. um But yeah, but to be able to go through things, I tell people all the time, I have had ten thousand dollars in my pocket and ten dollars in my pocket. You'll never know the difference. You'll never know mm-hmm. the difference because I don't wear it on my face. So, mm-hmm. um but I can do that because of what I've been through. Yeah. Some yeah. people, when they don't have no money, you know it. Like you. you all of it. it. <laughs> exactly. Mm-mm. i've never been like that so you know designer bags the shoes all that you get rid of I hopped all of that like here oh, like, wow. I don't need mm-hmm. this. let me sell this stuff you know these five thousand dollar pocketbooks take it like i don't need that so which is why i say even the stuff that i have now i'm not attached to that stuff at all that's why because it can be gone tomorrow yeah. but yeah so that's kind of where you know where that story kind of started and and um And even today, you know, when I talk to people about business and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. you know, I always tell them, um, I would have never thought that, you know, in my forties, I would have had to start over, you know, you wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought that, you know, I married my college sweetheart, we traveled, we had the life, we had, you know, the kid, the house, Mm -hmm. the whatever. Would have never thought that at now forty plus five almost mm-hmm. that I would be sitting here talking to Rhonda on shift of plan <laughs> about <laughs> you know where my life has gone. Um, and so, if you look on my social media uh, tagline, it says happiness. True happiness is understanding that your life may not have looked like the way that you planned it, and mm-hmm. being okay with that. Wow. So yeah, but being okay with that. So yeah. So you know
0: it is what it is it is what it is
1: but that's why I am a giver that's why I continue to try to you know talk to people and Mm -hmm. and get them to understand that entrepreneurship is not easy it's not a cakewalk. it's not a you know get rich quick kind of thing you're gonna have some challenges and at the end of the day um you know we're doing this podcast right now right so Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be really transparent my daughter is here Mm -hmm. um I have custody here I would have much rather I promise you I would have given up every if i knew then what i know now mm-hmm. I, my husband would still be here and my daughter would be here everything else would have been second cause, cause, yeah because your family is always what's most important but now here i am at 40 almost plus five <clears throat> right still mm-hmm. cute
0: though i know because you, you could, could see her girl. y'all so <laughs> she lives um, as as i'm over here well, like yeah you know <laughs> you
1: just. <laughs> it's but I've grown as a person I've grown as a person somebody hit me up in my inbox just last night on Facebook and said hey I like your quote and I said that quote comes from a time in my life that I mm-hmm. needed to know that for me to get through that that's why I leave it That's why I left that quote up there I said Cause somebody somewhere it'll bless you know so but that's my little story so now it's V the MP we you know you step back you recharge and you keep it pushing and you do it again, you know, you do it again. So that's kinda of where we are. That's kinda of where we are. So yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, girl, but I tell people all the time it's not about the money though. That right. up with that. It's really not the money.
2: When mm-hmm. you do
1: what your purpose for do, you do what you enjoy, the money'll mm-hmm. come. It'll come. It, yeah. It'll come. But don't nobody want to hit it when they broke. <laughs> Don't want to hit it.
0: But you know what the reality of it is though Like you know it's your passion If you're willing to do it for free And it not bother you Because like you said the money will come The mm-hmm. money will come And I, I've yeah. done a lot of free stuff But <laughs> now...
1: Yes I'm sure yes, yes. But, but now, to know when to stop though Yeah That's the hard part We gotta figure out when to stop that because yeah. you are a giver by nature, mm-hmm. so as long as you give, there are going to be people to take. Yeah. So you have to set the boundaries. Yeah, you have to say, okay, yeah, I'm like I'm giving, you know, ten people this. Okay, that's my number. Ten is my number. I'm done. Yeah, you got to yeah. do that. Oh, so, because they ain't gonna do it.
0: They're not because mm-hmm. it's like, well, she didn't say I had to pay for it.
1: So exactly. So it's hard. It's hard when you truly have a heart to help people. Mm-hmm. It's hard It's hard to set those boundaries, but you're going to have to do it, ma'am. Yes.
0: I know. I know.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: It's the work in progress, but it's the work that's going to happen now because 2019 needs to look different than how Mm. it has started and what it looked like last year. It has to. It has to. Well, you're
1: in. So listen, so Mercury is in retrograde. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is the third month of the first quarter, right? Okay. Actually the end of the Zodiac calendar. So this is a time for you to set your new goals. This is a time for you to sit down and refre- reflect on what you've done, set okay. your new goals, have, because it's a new energy. And I tell people wow. that all the time. Oh. It's a new, I'm an energy person. This is a new energy. The reason it's a new energy is because, again, it's the retrograde season because you're coming, this is the end of that cycle for you.
2: Mm-hmm. And so
1: in the beginning of the next, take this time to now plan what your next cycle will look like. You know, the universe and the world responds to who you think you are. That is true. That is not true. to who they say, but to who you think you are. And you have to understand that when you understand that, not only with your head, but with your heart, it will change the trajectory of your life. I promise you.
0: Let I me tell you how spot on that was before, probably about last month. There were a lot of things that I wanted to do. A lot of things and the confidence wasn't there like am i really at that point that i can do these things that i could say these things am i at that point point? and there was one particular incident one particular conversation and one situation that was just like rhonda it's either you do or you don't and from that moment on the confidence was there and when i tell you things have just been falling into place i'm like oh my god it's because you
1: but- shifted your energy I told y'all at that women's empowerment thing, I'm an energy person. Once you shift the energy, you have to shift your energy. When you Uh do that, everything else falls like it's supposed to. The universe, and I say the universe, but I do believe in Jesus Christ. But I say that because the energy that surrounds you changes when you change your energy from the inward outward. When you project that, things fall into place. There is nothing that will be able to stop you. Nothing. Because what you've done is you've decided that you're ready. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm ready. And you start walking in that. You're like, oh, I'm not sure. Once you change the way you think about something or your perception, it changes the trajectory because the energy that you're putting out is different. Yeah. And I tell people that all the people don't get it. People think I'm crazy when I say (laughs) it, but I'm telling you, I'm like, okay, watch what I tell you. Watch what, and sure enough, they always come make it like, "Oh my God, how'd you know that?" And it's not that I know it. it's just when you are in tune with I, look we talked about chakras, mm-hmm. but when you are in tune with those things, um and it takes some time to understand what your personal energy is. when you're in tune with that. It doesn't matter what Sam, Sue, Joe say. It don't matter what other people say. It does Because there's nothing they can tell you, one, that you already don't know, mm-hmm. or two, that you won't be equipped with to handle moving forward with whatever it is you decide to do. Yeah. I'm just, listen, that was for you because so I don't know. <laughs>
0: And I needed to hear that, and I did, because I'm a very, at heart, I'm a very emotional person. And so things that come to me, because I'm naturally a people pleaser, so Mm -hmm. when certain things happen, I'm like, well, I get all this emotion going on, but I'm learning to, like, you got to take the emotion out of it. I got to take it out of it. Let it
1: roll off your back. In business, you cannot be emotional at all. You can't take it personal. That's where they coined the phrase, it's nothing personal, it's just business. Because
0: mm-hmm. I you can know love it. you.
1: Uh huh. Right? I can love who Rhonda is. We can hang out. We can have fun. I can love you, your energy. I can love, because I do love your energy. Mm-hmm. On the business side of that, I will cut your throat uh-huh. at the end of the day if I need to. Like, I'm the same girl that put her mama out because she couldn't pay her rent.
0: Who? Who? Okay. It was business. I'm say it
1: again. It was say, thank you. Because was, the mortgage company does not care that my mother is living in a, my rental house. Yeah. They want their money. Mm-hmm. So at what point are you going to decide, okay, this is a business relationship. If you cannot afford this, then I need to get someone in here who can. Because mm-hmm. you always gonna be my mama. I'm always gonna love you. I can't always pay for you to live (laughs) like you're living right (laughs) right because you can't you I mean you know I couldn't maybe y'all can I could not at some point you have to let adults be adults and I again I've always been the protector you know I've always been that person who took care of everybody else Mm -hmm. and not just my mama been riding with my mama all my life so if your mama ain't got your back then you know that's how you were raised as a black female yep you are the backbone of your family. It's no different. But however, you have to make different decisions so that you can set yourself up differently so that we all can win. I can't continue to pay the rent here,
0: mm-hmm. right? For
1: you to live for free. What you doing with your money? Right. And at the time she worked for me. So I already knew. <laughs> I didn't know how much she was making. <laughs> yeah. What's the problem, ma'am? <laughs> So And you have, to tr- you have to teach people how to treat you. You know, yeah. so there can't be an assumption that, oh, you got, well, she knew I had it, but it's like, oh, you got it, you're good. Yeah, but if you were living in, you know, somebody else's apartment, house, whatever, you would pay that person, so it becomes, you know, a dis—I I won't say disrespect, but a level of respect, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, we had to have a conversation with, yeah, I was like, mom, you got to go. Well. You can't, you, you, I love you. I'll help you find somewhere else that you can afford.
0: Right. And, exactly and, and like, you didn't put your mama out like that. Yes, I, no, well, no, you, no, you no, didn't put, no, put no, it on the screen. No, you have her find something else.
1: No, I didn't. I told her I would, but she was mad, so uh-huh. she didn't want it. So, it's okay. I love you anyway. We're going to love each other through this, but you got to go. You can't stay here. <laughs> you can't Listen. That's why patient. I needed you on this show, because you keep it all the way. <laughs> Mama, mm-mm. survival of the fittest. It's me or you. At the end of the day, I tell them all the time. I don't care if it's your mom, your cousin, your sister, your pastor, whoever. It's me or you. And if I have to make sure that me and mine are taken care of, and I mm-hmm. have to cut you off at some point, then I have to do that. It doesn't mean that I don't mm-hmm. love you. It just right. means that I have to prioritize for me and my family. Mm-hmm. It's what it was. So yeah, she she yeah yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. <laughs> oh goodness, long is my but now she knows. Okay but now she okay knows. Now.
1: She good. Okay. So my mother had gone through a divorce, you know, her, um, her ex-husband had taken everything. So Mm -hmm. it was to help her get on her feet. And my mom, okay, here, I have some property here moving. You don't have to worry about anything. I got you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Two years later, the, I got you,
0: is over. (laughs) Two years later, she said, well, you, my baby, you're going to take care of me.
1: Yeah, you're good. And I know what you're making because you work for me. So you should have plenty of money in the bank. Right. Plenty. Why you can't pay your rent? What's the problem? Cause you out uh-huh. shopping and you tripping and you. <laughs> Mama yeah. was living her best life. Okay. I cut that out. <laughs>
0: cut that out.
1: And the conversation I had for her was, "You're stealing from your granddaughter."
0: Oh, uh, you 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 put you blamed it on the grandbaby.
1: I didn't. It's just it w- listen. If I'm paying the mortgage, where you you're able-bodied, she wasn't retired at the time and I knew that she you had the money. This is money that you're taking out of your grandchild's mouth, because we got to pay for a private school, mm-hmm. we got to put clothes mm-hmm. on her back, we got to, come on now. So when you hit it with what it actually is, this is money that could be used to go to her trust fund, to her, yeah. you know, whatever. So yeah, I'm just saying. But yeah, she, she, left. she left. She left. She—yeah. Mm-hmm. It was hard, but she did it yeah. to get back on her feet. And now, if we have the same conversation, my mother will tell you that's the best thing I ever could have
0: done for her. See? And when you're in the midst of it, you you're angry, you like, how can this be happening? But after you get through it, you're like, okay, now I see why it had to happen. So you can't even be mad at that point. mm She fine. But well, she fine. Now I told you. Now I <told> suppose <laughs> this conversation was gonna get this good. Oh, but <laughs> oh, oh, oh. look we well into it, but I, before we get into our um, time capsule round, I want to talk to you about, you know, flow hydration, how people can um, access you in the businesses and things like that and get connected with you.
1: So I need for them first to understand what flow hydration and wellness is. So That's is important. It's like a holistic um, practice when we do mm-hmm. IV hydration therapy. A lot of people think they can't afford it because they think it's for the rich and famous. That's not they the truth. Do. They, do. they think Kardashians kardashian started it and all these athletes get it which is true mm-hmm. but it's it's for those people who are wanting to um take charge of their will this is not for sick people like if you have your diabetic and you got five toes missing on one foot and like you, this is not for you this is for those people who are active mm-hmm. right Rel- okay. I say re- relatively healthy Mm -hmm. that want to um work on just overall wellness so IV hydration therapy is vitamins basically that Mm -hmm. instead of you taking them orally you're getting it in an IV it makes you feel really good it gives you all this energy the reason is because when you take vitamins by mouth you don't get a hundred percent absorption you do get a hundred percent absorption when I put it in your vein this Mm -hmm. is why people feel so good they keep coming back um with vitamins that are water soluble as soon as you eat or drink something after you take your vitamin you're gonna pee or poop that out mm-hmm. so your body doesn't always have a chance to synthesize or metabolize the vitamins that you're taking i know people that take 30 or 40 vitamins a day i mm-hmm. think they're crazy i'm not mm-hmm. taking that many pills like i'm not i'm not a pill popper some mm-hmm. it doesn't bother some people um but for IV hydration, whether you are, you know, you have anxiety, you have depression, you just, you know, you have a little bit of a cold, you need a little bit of an, some energy boost. Um, you want to increase your sexual libido. You are yeah. a little jet lag, You've been traveling. So there's a combination of, of vitamins that we basically mix together depending on what the patient needs. So mm-hmm. we do that. We do a drip for you. Um, mm-hmm. Takes about 30 minutes. People are like, oh my God, I hate needles. Okay, well, you're not going to feel it. We have numbing stuff that we can spray on you so that you don't feel the little prick. Um, But ultimately, you know, I tell people all the time, if you are willing to go to the doctor because you're sick, mm-hmm. you can take that same money and invest it, preventive medicine and be mm-hmm. well, and not have to go to your doctor all the time. Not have to go to the emergency room or to urgent care, you know, because you've been traveling and you've been breathing that recycled air in the plane and now you've got the uh-huh. sniffles. So let's give you a little extra vitamin C. Let's give you some zinc. You know, let's give you some magnesium to boost your immune system. Um, I don't get the flu shot. And I'm a healthcare provider. I don't oh, get the flu wow. shot. That's ironic. Mm-hmm. most people
0: are like, girl, did get you? No, I didn't.
1: <laughs> no. Well, see, and what people don't understand too about the flu shot. Okay, so the flu vaccine, mm-hmm. flu shot, does not keep you from getting the flu. That is a misconception. It keeps you from dying from the flu if you get it period it does not keep you from getting the flu
0: i'm glad you brought that down uh,
1: listen it is always based on the previous year strain number one so Mm -hmm. the strain that you're fighting in that current year it'll give you a little extra oomph but it's not going to keep you from getting the flu what keeps you from getting the flu is washing your hands Mm -hmm. right Covering your mouth when you cough and or sneeze, and I'm not talking about people who put their elbow up and cough or sneeze in that corner, mm-hmm. that don't do jack <laughs> squat. I don't know why they started teaching these kids that in school, that thing burns me up, okay? <laughs> because when you cough or sneeze, it's in the air. It's air particles. You doing that in a sleeve does absolutely nothing. No. Cover your mouth and then go wash your hands. Period. But that's a story. That's no story. <laughs> but But yeah, so the flu shot, you know, people are always oh, you need to get the flu shot. I'm like, well, yeah, the flu kills people. So the people that have died from the flu Mm -hmm. probably did not get the flu shot. The flu shot gives you antibodies to to help your body fight off the flu if you get it so that you don't die. Mm -hmm. Um, But people that get the flu, most of the time they die from complications for, you know, respiratory. They have pneumonia. That's what usually kills them. Mm-hmm. they're you know they become either um inundated with fluid and they can't breathe that's what usually kills them when they get the flu but so you can come get a drip for that to kind of boost your immune system mm-hmm. you know we can give you a little mag to help you sleep if you you know are tired and you just kind of want to relax so there's mm-hmm. several different types of drips that you can get there's a beauty blend drip we give you glutathione helps skin lightening helps oh. with skin elasticity. A lot of um, Caucasian people will get that because it brightens their skin. <laughs> um, they, I think I said sexual libido one, because that's a good seller. Yeah. A lot of people come in for that. Um, the athletic performance one for those people who work out a lot, who yeah. are doing CrossFit or who are training for races and that sort of that sort of thing. It helps with muscle memory and muscle recovery. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different things that people can do for self-care, Mm -hmm. Yeah, are you going to pay for it? Yeah, you're going to pay for it. But ultimately, I'd rather pay for it on the front end Mm -hmm. than be sick in the hospital and have to pay more for it on the back end of that. So, but yeah, but that's the IV hydration part of it. And it's an experience, you know, you can come in, get your drip, relax, get a chair massage, a hand massage, a foot massage,
2: foot oh. detox,
1: you know, so there's so many things. We talked about vaginal steaming. Mm-hmm. You can actually get a drip while you are vaginal steaming. So there's so many oh, wow. different things you can do. Mm-hmm. So many different things you can do. And it's not just for them. Mm-hmm. I don't know who all the audience is a lot of times. <laughs> on your podcast, but I say a lot, of, a lot of African-American people think mm-hmm. it's not for us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it is. It's for everybody. I don't care right. what your ethnic background is. Overall health is overall health. Period. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that you're African-American. We get IV drips too. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Hispanic people, they get IV drips too because it's about mm-hmm. prevention and wellness. You know, right. it's not about the new hottest thing because, you know, Kim Kardashian did it or Marjorie Harvey did it or mm-hmm. I saw a picture of two chains getting a drip. I like to fell out. I said, look here. <laughs> but now you can't be getting a drip and smoking weed well.
0: <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Like what did That was do? a
1: picture. But that was the actual picture. He was smoking a blunt and he was getting I be and I was like, dude, like come on now. It's but that's They do different things on the West Coast than we do sometimes here. So I'm gonna leave it alone. But yeah, so, you know, a lot of people do it um, because they understand the benefit um, Uh long-term for their health. And that's truly, truly why I started doing it. The person that, um, you know, that used to be very close to me I won't say his name, actually talked to me a little bit about, you know, merging Eastern and Western medicine. And so when I truly started to um, do research about it, it makes sense. You know, I can write you a prescription for antibiotic, But why if you have the vitamin support, the micronutrient therapy support that you need, you know? So, yeah.
0: So So let me me ask you this. Is this something that is in out-of-pocket expense or is it something that um health care um, insurance plans cover
1: some insurance plans will cover it if you are sick so they will not cover it if it's done at prevention what i mean by that is um in the hospital you know you can go because you're dehydrated so if you're dehydrated and you're having a acute sick episode yes insurance will cover that if you're dehydrated because you've been drinking too much and partying too much, no, they're not going to cover it. So <laughs> it just depends on why, because we do have a lot of, we'll call it alcohol hangover. So mm-hmm. the other late here and, you know, all star weekend, people were drinking retardedly.
2: Mm-hmm. Your insurance
1: is not going to cover an alcohol hangover drip for you because you shouldn't have been drinking like that anyway. So it'll be a cash exp- um, um, cash cost. However, if you were to go to a hospital or an emergency room, they would cover it, because, but they're going to list you as a, a, what we call ETOH abuse, alcohol abuse. So it'll be on your medical record. That's what people don't get. People mm-hmm. don't understand that part. So, um, but yeah, so it, it it's a fine line. It just kind of depends on how it can be coded. My particular practice is cash only. I don't have time okay. to, try to figure out what you're going to tell your insurance company. That's not my yeah. deal. So you come in, you pay cash for it. We give you a receipt. If you decide that you want to file on your insurance, you can, and you can deal with your insurance.
0: But you're not, like, I'm not doing all that. Because it's
1: a lot. That paperwork, yeah, it's a lot. It is. People can use their FSA and their HSA accounts, though. Um, oh so our, okay our receipts are because again you paid into that so you can get yeah. money however you want Um, whether it's massage whether it's IV hydration mm-hmm. um, and so what we do is we give you a detailed receipt so that if for whatever reason your HSA or FSA wants to audit your account you have your receipt and it says exactly what you got it includes mm-hmm. exactly what was in it and how much of it you got so We've never hmm. had a problem because we always want to make sure that the patients are taken care of and that you don't have to go back and forth with your insurance company. Because again, if I'm truly into prevention mm-hmm. and I'm getting ready for a marathon and I come in and I get hydrated for that and I use my HSA account, there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to get reimbursed for that. True. Again, that's a health management type of, of move for you. So yeah, absolutely.
0: That's awesome. Where um, are you located?
1: Which one? So <laughs>
0: Let's name all of them. Let's just drop all of yeah.
1: them. So we're off of Central Avenue. So one um, particular location is inside of Giant Genie Pharmacy, which is okay. off of Central. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we also have um, an, a Matthews location. Again, inside of Giant Genie. You can come in there and drip. Most people want the concierge service where we come to you. Your okay. house, your job, party, hotel, mm. you know, just, yeah. And, and I say hotel loosely because there are there are concessions for that. Um mm-hmm. for example, we we're not gonna send our staff in there if, if they're if it's a female doing the IV at at um administration with a twelve dude, you know, bachelor yeah. party. Yeah. So we, we keep those things in mind. Um but yeah, wherever wherever that they, they want it, they can have it. So oh, I did have a good time where somebody asked me if we could do it in the car. And I said no oh, in the that car that. because they had been drinking too much. Realized that they didn't need to be driving and wanted to drip in order to kind of sober up first. I'm like, no, we can't. We're not gonna do that. Yeah, take a Uber. Take like Uber home, sober up. We then can come to your house tomorrow morning and do a drip for you and help you. and then we are not coming to your car, no, yeah, we're not doing that. So, yeah. Woo. But a lot of, again, your VIP people, your celebrities that are here, your athletes that are here, they mm-hmm. want to be able to drip in the privacy of their own home. So, yeah, yeah we get a lot of those, a lot of those. So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That is awesome. we will absolutely link all of your information in the show notes so people okay. can connect with you, find out how they Yay. can... Um, get some services done because i mean it's it, you correct i think that we do not think that we can get those types of services or it's not for us um or we don't have access to that when we totally have access to it so
1: absolutely you work every day you deserve to take care of yourself and again you know we're all getting to the point where everybody is really um aware now of you know their uh-huh. fitness and everybody's trying to lose weight and, and we do have a weight loss infusion so everybody's trying mm-hmm. to, to live their best life and part yeah. of that though is taking care of yourself you know your physical self and mm-hmm. IV hydration is a part of that absolutely
0: I love it. And so before, lastly, I know to say it before we get into that round, but you have, you said you've been traveling, you've been teaching other people. How can they get connected with you to enter into that program?
1: So most people think IV hydration, you have to be a nurse or a doctor or whatever. So anybody can actually own an IV hydration business. Okay. Um, I have people that are, you know, dog groomer people that own the business of it because it's a, it's the business model and the process that Mm -hmm. they see makes sense. Um, But yeah, so I travel across the country teaching physicians, um, other nurse practitioners, physicians assistants, nurses, whoever, about Mm -hmm. how to get started with starting an IV hydration business because you don't have to necessarily have the credentials. You just have to know how to establish the relationships with the people who have the credentials that you don't have to do ultimately what you want them to do. Mm -hmm. And so, which is another reason that I travel with um, my attorneys is because they do that business law part. So when we're teaching the class, I have my, att- my attorney that's here, um, yeah. who is a great entrepreneur attorney. Um, he comes in and talks about how to structure your business. You know, if it makes sense for you to do an LLC or mm-hmm. a PLLC or an S-corp, you know, we talk about how to protect your assets, right. you know, so that you can't be sued. And so if someone, you know, decides they want to steal your intellectual real estate, that mm-hmm. term, you know, we talk about uh, trademarking. I have another attorney who specifically talks about trademarking your ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't want anyone to come behind you and say, oh, my God, I heard Rhonda's podcast. It was great. And now because she doesn't have a trademark, I can come steal that name because mm-hmm. if it's not trademarked, they can. Yeah. So if you've worked your brand and your business for so, you know, for so long, you've gotten to a certain point, you don't want that stuff to be stolen, easily taken from you. You uh-huh. put your blood, sweat, and tears into it. So we have another attorney who talks about trademarking specifically for that. Um, I have someone who comes out of Atlanta that talks about, she's a brand strategist. She talks about marketing and social media and, uh-huh. you know, we get all this stuff set up for your business, but if you don't have no customers, you still broke. So we talk about, you know, how to move the the, the pendulum into the direction where people, A, know who you are and know what you uh-huh. offer and, why, and whatever the particular problems that you're solving, you know, how can you make money at that? So I have someone who comes in and does that. You know, we have people from the compounding pharmacies that talk about the actual drips. You know, the mm-hmm. vitamins that we're using, um because people think you can. I had someone the other day just ask me, "Oh, yeah, I'm gonna get that wholesale." Not in the United States of America, you not. I'm just gonna get wholesale. Mm-mm. Because again, the mentality is, oh, there has to be a shortcut. There's no shortcut here. Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: do it the right way the first time you, if you're always ready you don't have to get ready and I don't care what type of business you're in you're mm-hmm. going to have a regulatory body that you're going to have to answer to period I said yeah. that early on when we first started even if you work for yourself you're still answering to somebody so you yeah. know we have that part um everybody gets a drip so I'm mm-hmm. a true believer of you can't sell anything you've not tried Mm-hmm. so a lot of people will come to class and you're like you know have you ever had a drip no but i don't need one yes you do if you're coming to my class you're going to do one you're going to try it yeah 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 and so because i need you to because they're going to ask people are going to ask you even as an owner you know have you tried it you're gonna lie and say yeah when well, you didn't Probably. why would you not want to though because they're because their motivation is money that's right oh, yeah that, that that's just that's just what it is and so in my class we make you get a drip like you have to you have to get one because I want you to understand what it feels like. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to experience what it's like to be a customer receiving a yeah. product or service that you're offering. Like that makes mm-hmm. sense to me, you know, It, does. it um, and sense. a lot of people appreciate it. You know, once they get into the class and we start the class off by having them sign an affidavit. And, mm-hmm. and so usually people, they, they perk up when they, when they're like, what you mean? You got to sign. It's just a <laughs> class. It is just a class, but because I am protecting my intellectual property, because I have spent and invested a lot of money in putting mm-hmm. this together there's nobody that comes to my class that's now going to be go out and be able to re- reproduce or replicate what you've gotten from me without me being able to sue you and I right. promise you so they have to sign an affidavit and so my attorney goes over that at the beginning of the class and it never fails there's always somebody who's like I ain't never been in no class you gotta <laughs> sign an affidavit right that part you got the good stuff
0: you about to get some real good yeah,
1: knowledge. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so um, but you, but again, that comes from experience. That comes from, you know, things that I've done that I didn't know what I was doing. And so now that you've learned, you know, I've been in the game now almost 20 years. So yeah. y'all are just now seeing Be the MP. I've been here. Yeah. I, I promised you, I've been here. Like I just, but this is just the time where, you know, God is, sees fit for other people to, to be able to experience whatever this is that he's giving me so yeah i've been here Ma, i've been doing this for a long time i ain't just start doing this tomorrow yesterday you know what i'm saying right
0: this didn't just pop up like and people don't understand mm-hmm. that that people who are successful they they've been doing it for a long time you just might not have seen them but they have you're paying them their work because not because it comes seamless to you now
1: but mm-hmm. because
0: you put in that time
1: girl did i Ooh, jesus yeah. I pay my dues. I tell people, I pay my dues, Lord. So yeah, but I enjoy it. I enjoy people. I enjoy their energy, hearing mm-hmm. people's stories, you know, I enjoy hearing hearing the struggle. Yeah. Because it, it always keeps me humble. It always keeps me, you know, being able to say, you know what, I hear you because yeah. I've been there. Mm-hmm. You know, when you can empathize with somebody. You can. I don't necessarily mean sympathize, but when you empathize with somebody, your Mm -hmm. understanding and appreciation for them as a person goes up to a thousand. Like it's it's truly a heartfelt thing for me. So yeah, I can sit there and talk with other doctors all the time, and like yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. But when they when they leave my class, they always say this is the best class I've been to because I try to give them so much. I try to be Mm -hmm. empty when I'm done so mm-hmm. but yeah but it's, it's so much more than just an IV hydration class it really is it really is because there's somebody all the time that pulls something out of me retarded <laughs> uh, every time every class there's always somebody that ends up crying in the class and I'm like why is y- why but again I can only because- imagine I'm like I- we're mixing IV we're mixing vitamins why is y'all crying <laughs> what is it you know, is it the magnesium you're sensitive to that makes you a little emotional? They don't get it. And so yeah, that's usually my joke. I usually say you don't get any more magnesium, you you too emotional. <laughs> so yeah. But I enjoy it. I really do. I enjoy helping people. That that brings me joy to see somebody when their light bulb comes on. Mm-hmm. I just I love that part, you know, for people to understand that they're everybody's not out to get you.
0: Yeah,
1: everybody's yeah. not out to get yeah. so yeah so once they get past that mentality of me mine I listen people People, I'm not saying that it, they're not out there but you can't let that govern your life yeah. you can't so, yeah. But, yeah
0: I love it thank you yeah, thank you really so good. much for coming on yeah. like I knew that this was going to be a really good episode because I mean you, there, there's no fluff it's just it, you get what, what you yeah. see is what you get there is no fluff. So, yeah. I, knew I didn't no
1: curse either. I did so. good.
0: You did? <laughs> I did good.
1: I got I didn't good. curse this time. I'm trying. Listen, I do a lot of speaking engagements now, especially at universities and stuff. And sometimes it just come out and I'm looking at the crowd like, oh, my God, I'm at this <laughs> university. And I would have said about five F-bombs. And, <laughs> and because people don't, they don't understand. Like, I don't think people get it you know, I don't think they understand. This is like my life. Like I'm not making this up. This is not anything I read in a book. I live this. And so for people to just sit there and listen and be in awe about it. And then Mm -hmm. when you say something and you see somebody's light bulb go on or you see them take notes because you've hit a certain spot, Uh you know, or something that they can actually identify with. It's just like, yes, like that's, what the mm, I'm talking about? Like right, right there. Like, like
0: man, all you know. of this was for that re- for that moment.
1: Exactly, exactly. So you know, it's fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy people. Period. Because mm-hmm. everybody has a story. Lord knows, and I think I don't heard. I don't know how many of them, but yeah, <laughs> everybody has a story. So even when we were at the brunch last week, mm-hmm. um the young lady that was sitting beside me on the panel, mm-hmm. we were talking, and she started crying. She's like, I don't know what it is. I'm like, I don't know what it is either. I'm going to need y'all to stop crying when I be talking to y'all.
0: Look, between you and her, between you and um, Nicole, you guys, (gasps) I was in there like, okay, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. You too? Yes. here.
1: See, stop.
0: Between you telling us. (laughs) (laughs) To have an orgasm every
1: day. Right. have an orgasm every day. How do you lose weight? have an orgasm every day. That's That's it. There it is. That's the secret. Listen, give it to the people because I want to help everybody in 2019. <laughs> Have an orgasm every day. You want to de stress your life. You want to lose weight. You want to get a better job. You want to sleep good. You want to smile every day. Have an orgasm every day, whether you pleasure yourself or you get pleasure. I'm going to leave that with the people right
0: Look, there. Look, I was waiting for it. I said, <laughs> She got to tell her why. She got to tell the why and how. <laughs>
1: Oh, Jesus, I'm telling you. But yeah, so nobody wants to talk about that part of self-care. You know, Mm -hmm. we want to skip around that part, especially as women. Like, you know, men can talk about it, but it's taboo for women. It's not taboo for women. You just need to understand who you are. When you understand who you are as a woman and that that is okay to be a sexual being, like the gloves are off. Now you're saying go out there and, you know, twerking on the street and sleep with everybody. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying be responsible with it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm saying that. And I'm saying that is a part of your overall health, health yeah. and wellness. It is a part of that. So if you are frustrated, whether you're sexually frustrated, mentally frustrated, it's going to come out. And that's what creates disease inside our body. I keep telling people that they won't listen. They won't listen. But if you want to come yeah. to me and get me to write you a prescription and pay me a lot more money to help you feel better. Sure. Because at the end of the day, I can give you a pill for it, but the problem is still going to be there.
0: Yeah. You're just masking it. You're just covering it up.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So I'm trying to help the people.
0: Trying to help the people as I sip on my wine. Hmm. (laughs) So look, we are going to link all of your information in the show notes. But before we end, we're going to do this quick segment called Time Capsule. So I'm going to ask you a series of five questions Uh so people could just come back and learn from it. Okay. Okay. So Uh-oh. question number one, I don't Uh-oh. know. <laughs> that was
1: my phone. My phone. My battery about dead, but okay.
0: Oh, Lord. Okay. I'll be quick. So what would you tell your younger self?
1: have an orgasm every day.
0: <laughs> Girl, you'll appreciate it later.
1: <laughs> right. That
0: part. That part. <laughs> that part right there. Okay. <laughs> number two. <laughs> what keeps you sane throughout this journey? And it can't be saying answers
1: number one. Oh, because I was gonna listen. I would be like, "Whoa, the same thing. What you mean? Okay. So what keeps me sane throughout this journey is understanding my energy.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good one.
1: Number- and I mean that in, in the the most purest form because mm-hmm. you're always exchanging energy with people. So I yes. have to understand my energy because if mm-hmm. my vibe is not right with somebody, I will immediately excuse myself. I didn't do that twenty years ago. I would sit there and oh, yeah. like it was on it, But I, I think if we, you, more, if we
0: knew that more, if I think if we recognize that more often, then we would be, not be in as many bad situations oh, uh, when it comes to people because you I recognize it's really. like you know, it's not for <laughs> me. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. something's not right and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a strong overwhelming get out of there mm-hmm. but it's just a it's a gentle nudge that mm, I can't quite put my finger on it something's not quite right you mm-hmm. just excuse yourself okay mm-hmm. well, it was not you're polite it was nice to meet you and you keep it moving yeah you keep it moving so yeah and that will keep all of the extra like you said you were an emotional person that keeps all of those extra emotions at bay you don't, mm-hmm. you, don't you don't have to expend that extra energy because you initially already know yeah not my type of vibe let me keep moving yeah when you can recognize that i'm telling you in the first five minutes i know i'm telling you (laughs) and i know i'm listen i stay a lot a lot of stuff i'm really i'm well balanced i'm a quiet person most of the time people tell you i talk all the time but it's because of what i'm doing but when i'm at Mm -hmm. home i don't talk that much Mm -mm. (laughs) but it's an easy it's an easy vibe with me it's
0: mm-hmm. an easy way. Oh yeah. Okay. Definitely. From when from the moment I met you, I was like, Oh, she is so
1: cool. Yeah. <laughs> she could I be cool. I could be sitting right beside you with this right here. Chilling. <laughs> we could have the easiest conversation. And you think we, you know, like I'm just this talking. I'm really not. Like I'm a great listener.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: take pride in that because I hear what people say and then what they don't say. I haven't always been able to um, develop that gift, but as I've gotten older, Mm -hmm. I've been able to develop that gift because people, one, like to talk about themselves, which is fine. (laughs) But two, people are hurting. Yeah. And when they feel like you are a good listener they tell you all their business they release the floodgate exactly They there's that word again we talked about that word they release yep. and so to be able to listen to people but not let it get in me is a gift I can listen yeah. to you be a sounding board for you and let it roll off my back and keep it moving and you now have experienced the essence of who I am and I've added value to your life and we're good yes so do not
0: keep up don't carry the baggage away with mm-hmm. you
1: let it go, let them
0: release, and that's it.
1: And keep on moving, right, right. Have a glass of wine, yes.
0: And that's yeah. it.
1: <laughs> question What's the next question? Three. Okay.
0: What is one tool that helps you the most in your daily journey?
1: One tool that helps me the most? Prayer. Mm, yes. Prayer. But my that's prayer is essential. That, like, my my prayers ain't like regular prayers
0: though.
1: Oh no I'm not so, like I call Jesus like so. Can I say the N word? Uh. Okay. So like I'm in my car most of the time when I'm I'm in my car a lot. So mm-hmm. when I'm I'm not sure to get on the, your knees at the bedside and you know Our Father. <laughs> that ain't my prayers. My prayers are when I'm at the stoplight. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, nigga, you told me to do A, B, C, and D. I did that. And look at this bullshit. Like, that is how I talk to God. My mother has said to me, it is blasphemy. And I said, no, it's not. Let me tell you why. He knows me better than I know myself. Mm -hmm. He created me. He know I'm crazy as I'll get out. He know that when I say, well, God, Lord, like what you know? I, I have a saying. You remember when Jesus was in the the temple and he was he turned the, the table over because mm-hmm. the people with tax people was retarded. So I said to somebody, I said Jesus is gonna turn the damn tax tables over on your ass. <laughs> and when I said that, he immediately said to me, "That's my nigga." I swear to God. <laughs> I said to myself, he is like, that came from, like, I'm telling you, because that's how I talked to him. And so when he said that, I knew mean, it was like, did you hear that? Because I really was talking to somebody. Like, I really mm. said that. I'm like, oh, did you hear that? And she was like, what are you talking about? And I said, he just said, that's my like, you my nigga. And she was like, you retarded. I said, no, mm-mm. I'm not retarded. I said, Jesus just called me a nigga. And I promise you, he meant it in the best way ever. That was his wink at me. I'm good because when I talk to him, that's how I talk to him. My prayers are just like that. Like we're having a dialogue in the car and he, it's audible, but I talk mm. to him like I'm talking to you. So <laughs> like it's, it's just a conversation. As, thank you. People don't understand that when you say, you know, are you, are you praying every day? Nigga? Well, I don't, I'm not getting on the floor. Uh-uh. Just have a conversation, just a regular conversation. Like I can be like, well, Lord, you know, such, and such, such, such. And then I could cuss in a prayer. He's not like condemning me because he knows who I. He knows that I'm retarded. Like <laughs> he know that he knows his child. He, exactly, he knows his child, and so again, he knows that I'm coming from a place of, you know, honesty and a place mm-hmm. of pureness and a place of I don't have to put on airs for him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's taken me. I grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. It's taken me a long time to be able to understand that my relationship with God is my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go to church every Sunday, look a certain way, sing a hymn a certain way, turn my mouth a certain way. I literally can be like, well, damn God, what do you want me to do? And I ultimately, I say that, like, I'm like, you know, cause when you're confused or when you are seeking guidance for stuff, mm-hmm. I, I don't have time for the formalities. I, that's just not who I am. It, it, it comes out the way it comes out. And it comes out with me, Saying, well, damn, well, you know, and he talks to me just like that. Like he, that is my relationship with him. And so, I think when people truly, whether it's Jesus, Buddha, whatever their religion is, mm-hmm. once you get to a point in your life where you understand that there is something greater than you, yeah, everything, like all bets are off, everything mm-hmm. changes. And when I, when I understood that, that you know what, it is something there. There is a a God greater than me that is truly directing my steps, mm-hmm. my life changed my life. Cause it wasn't about what Veronica wanted to do. There are a lot of things I want to do that I didn't,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but, or that you, you know, you want to say to people that you don't, but ultimately it's just understanding what your relationship is with your higher power, wh- whatever that is. And so I do believe unless you're an atheist and I pray for them too, but mm-hmm. unless you are a non universe slash God believing person, Everybody understands that there is something directing or pulling their them in a certain direction.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: again, I always say I'm an energy person. I say that because I am, but it's because I understand this ain't about me. Yeah, it's,
0: it's me. not. Yeah.
1: It's not about me. It's not. So whatever I'm supposed to do, then he will tell me. And if I miss it, he'll tell me that too. You know. So yeah. So it's prayer yeah so i say prayer but my prayer is a little different so yeah people think i'm retarded but i'm like look i talk to myself all the time i really do talk to myself all the time do you know how many people
0: probably really talk
1: to themselves look look, listen i used to say i'm the smartest person i know and then he was like no you're not okay (laughs) So what you gonna say to Jesus? What you gonna say? You gonna be like, okay. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. Oh yeah.
0: So
1: so yeah. So that was question number three. What's question number four?
0: <laughs> question number four. What is the name of a shift maker that is going under the radar that people need to know about?
1: Here locally, just wherever. Hmm. A shift maker that people need. That's a tough one. Um. I mean, I could, you know... Mm, wow.
0: That's always... Can we, one that, of can, we come,
1: can we come back to that one? <laughs> yes. What's number five? What's some five? <laughs> Let me come back to that
0: one. Number five is, what are oh, you most thankful for throughout your
1: journey? What am I most thankful for? Um, what am I most thankful for? I'm, I'm most thankful for... Honestly, the lessons mm-hmm. because without them, I wouldn't be who I am. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think because I, I like me, I haven't always. Mm-hmm. Um, I've grown to like slash love me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of people can't say that they think they do, and so yeah. and I say I like me, meaning my shortcomings. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a cute girl anyway,
0: but. <laughs> you know, it's chocolate girls.
1: I think that I ultimately like the woman that I've become.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Um, I don't know that I liked myself in my 20s or early 30s. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't know that I knew me yeah. enough to like me. Mm-hmm. I think I lived my life at that stage for other people. Um, mm-hmm. I was always the smart, you know, I, my, I'm the oldest of my mom's three kids. Um, I was the smart kid. Like I made good grades. I didn't really give her a lot of trouble growing up, even though I ran away from home three times. <laughs> um, so yeah, I tell people that I'm like, Listen, like, I might not have been hanging out or whatever, but in my own way, I was a rebel. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that I don't, um, I like who I am. I really, I really do. Like, I like who I am, even though there are portions of me that I want to work on and that I'll continue to work on. Mm-hmm. I ultimately like myself, um, which is why I could get up, you know, which is why I could keep That's going. That. Yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, am I perfect? No, not by any means. I say the wrong stuff. I'm, you know, sometimes I say the wrong stuff, but <laughs> um, <laughs> But ultimately, I think I have a good heart. Like, I have a heart for people. I love people. Um, and I, I truly believe there is good in everybody. Like, I yeah. think that, you know, we're here to do a good work, is what yeah. I personally think. Mm-hmm. So I like myself. Um, but I haven't, you know, I think as a woman, I struggle with that. Yeah, you know, I'm a curvy girl. So I haven't always liked the way I looked. I haven't always liked my weight. I haven't always liked my hair, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think I've just grown into um somebody that my daughter would be proud to say that's my mom you know what I mean yeah like Like, I think she even though she think I'm crazy um (laughs) ultimately I think she like you know she likes me oh you know what I mean like I think and I'm gonna cry what 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 what? Oh! I think that she that's that's like that's the ultimate thing, you know what I'm saying? Like for your daughter to like you Mm -hmm. um, as a person and and not that I'm perfect by any means or that our relationship has always been perfect. It was hard, you know, her dad and I separated. Um, But I think that I like, I like who I am. I like, I like Veronica. I really do. Ultimately, I'm just like, and and I'm okay with people who don't, you know what I mean? Because I'm not for everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's that's my that's the hard part, though, because when you are a people pleaser like you are, mm-hmm. the hard part is those people who don't get you. You want them to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, but I'm I'm cool as shit, though. Like y'all even understand? You know <laughs> right?
2: Like crazy. y'all understand?
1: Yeah, so that part, you know, but but being okay with who you are, liking yourself. I like who I am. I really do. Mm -hmm. And I understand that I'm not for everybody. And and, and that's okay. That's okay. It's all right. It's okay. And if I'm not your cup of tea, if you like coffee, go to Starbucks, boo. Like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good with that. um, I'm sitting here now trying to answer the question number four because I'm like, there has to be somebody wow um other than you know what i think for someone like you like mm-hmm. Aranda mm-hmm. who ultimately is bringing a voice to people that don't about know who VDMP is so like really <laughs> and that's okay but i think that for people like Aronda, who has a shift the plan podcast you know oh. what i mean um you are the people who are change agents you know, oh, wow. you are, the, no, seriously. So I would have to say, I would say Rhonda, like I would have to say that because at the end of the day, what you're doing is impacting not only the community, right. Mm-hmm. But it's impacting people's lives on multiple levels, like on a personal level for us to sit here and just kind of chat and have this conversation. I don't know who it's going to reach, but you had the vision for this. Not me. This is, you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I would never thought I'd do a podcast. Podcast or what? What? <laughs> but but you did. So he gave this to you for a reason, so that you can move the pendulum forward. You know. So I I would say, oh yeah, Rhonda. I'm gonna go with Rhonda. Oh,
0: you okay. know what? Let me tell you. Between you and my guest before you, I'm just gonna be a ball of tears tonight because we was crying on the last episode. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. You know right. So what happens is, again, I'm an energy person, so let me speak to you right now. What I'm saying to you is where you are in your grand scheme of I don't even know your last name, but it's okay. I'm gonna say <laughs> Ron. In the grand scheme of who Rhonda is, right?
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: are it's almost like you are um filling in gaps of Mm -hmm. who Rhonda is slowly and where Rhonda is supposed to go and the things that Rhonda is supposed to do, you're putting those, you're filling in the gaps because what's going to happen is once you have gotten to a point where there aren't any more gaps to fill, you're going to turn the page and open up to a whole new, when I tell you whole new, whole, you're going to be like, well, I didn't know he was supposed to do this because he's only giving you what you need to see at a moment in time, like this is, I don't tell you, this is nothing compared to where you're going to go. So you may have this podcast right now. I don't know how often you do it. I don't know, you know, I don't know nothing. All I know is literally didn't know anything. Cause you don't prep people. <laughs> people listening to the podcast, she does not prep you. <laughs> so. See, that's it, a, it, but it that's how I get just, the
0: realness out of it though. This
1: will be just that for you. So this for you is your preparation. So when you turn the page and when you turn that corner, it's going to be a whole new plethora of things for you. But you, what you have done the work now to prepare you for that. So walk in it, as all I can say is just walk in it, enjoy the process, enjoy as things unfold for you and as provisions are laid out for you, enjoy that because you're going to look back on this and you're going to miss this time. Because you're going to be at a point where you'll be like, oh my God, how did I get here? This is how you got here. This is how you got here. So, yeah, just keep going, turn pages, just keep turning the pages, keep turning the pages.
0: So, yeah. I appreciate that because Lord knows, like, <laughs> I used to sit in my closet and do this podcast. Now I've made it to the dining room table. To the podcast but look
1: listen
0: you know i can have a studio you you, i just never know what it could be yeah
1: absolutely and it's it may be not for you to know
0: yeah that's it it
1: may be not for you to know it may be just like you know hey this is what it is right now then tomorrow who knows your wsoc could call you be like hey we heard that you have a shift and plan podcast do you want to be added to our weekly um episode like our you'll be like what
0: like, right <laughs> you see i sat back in like woo. exactly
1: so, so, like you just never know you could be on your grind for 10 years and not move the pendulum at all and then one day boom here you go
0: there it is yeah
1: she look at cardi b girl right cardi was on the pole
0: <laughs> but she worked she worked real hard and she didn't yes, care man. about what people thought about her
1: I saw her. I don't usually watch Love and Hip Hop, but I saw her, and I was telling um, a friend of mine at the time, because he was like, I can't believe you watched that. And I said, I don't watch it. It's Mine was television, number one. I said, but I don't. I watch it because that particular girl, and I pointed to her, her teeth. Mm-hmm. She hadn't get, gotten her teeth fixed at that point. She was in a club doing whatever. I said, this girl right here, she's going mm-hmm. to go places because what she's doing is positioning herself to be able to have a platform to move on to the next thing a year two years later where she mm-hmm. is right she ain't on reality tv no more she's doing mm-hmm. her thing you know she is one of the most well-known artists in the world at this point
0: and mm-hmm. again
1: you just never know like you never know yeah. and i don't even like hard to be in music like that i'm like what <laughs>
0: what was
1: was it bloody shoot something oh yeah i'm going what (laughs) (laughs) didn't make sense to me but again that's not my thing like i don't okay whatever it worked for her it worked for her yeah it worked for her so yeah but you'll be fine
0: thank you you. i appreciate you like (laughs) i so appreciate you like this you
1: better come to my yacht club event it was posted today it was okay I'm gonna go look yes. and see. it's on my page are, are you you follow me on Facebook
0: no I didn't have you on Facebook
1: okay so, so Veronica Sutherland okay Sutherland is S-O-U-T-H-E-R-L-A-N-D send me a friend request and it's on my that's my personal page you'll see it on my personal page but yeah okay. I want you to come to the Yacht Club event um and again I think I, it's a entrepreneurship thing and I want you to um Because I want people, people, you know, you're not, everybody's not exposed to a yacht club. So I'm like, hey, Mm -hmm. come out, come hang out with me. You know, we'll have a panel. We'll talk about some business stuff. We'll do a fireside, little girlfriend's chat or whatever. Eat some good food, have some mimosas and have a good time in a different type of environment, you know? Yeah. Um, So we don't always have to go to the club to do the whatever or whatever. So this is a different environment. And so, yeah, we'll have a good time. So come on out. Mm, April 7th. April 7th. So, yeah. April 7th? Okay. Mm -hmm. Mhm. Yes, ma'am. I'm excited for this. So tell me, how does it work? Now, what we doing? Like, when am I gonna hear this?
0: Okay. So, oh, I'm gonna get to that. Hold on. Oh, okay.
1: I'm sorry.
0: So, um, I will link all of your information down in the show notes so people can connect with you, um, find out a little bit more about Vita MP and Flow Hydration, and then all the other things that you're doing. Um, and they can connect with you that way. But Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you tune in every single Wednesday to hear from a new shift maker. And it doesn't matter what happens in life. What it does matter, though, is what you do within the shift. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Shift the Plan Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure that you are subscribed, and that you rate this episode, as well as leave a review. Let me know what you think, as well as any questions you may have for the guests that was on the episode today. Now, some exciting news. If you haven't already seen it on my uh, Shift the Plan Podcast or my personal page, The Rhonda Evans, we are now a whole tribe, y'all. I know it has evolved from just me having... The an idea, to starting the podcast, to now wanting to connect with more individuals who are shift makers, those who are making an impact in different areas in the community and education, mental health, and just what that foundation of building families are. Um, And so I'm excited to announce that we are now an organization called Shift Maker Charlotte. So you can head on over to our Instagram page at shift dot makers dot clt and take a look at what we have going on and you can also go directly to the website at shift the backslash join the tribe